Prayer One. In her weekly New York Times newsletter, it was on March 13th, in fact, of 2022, Trish Harrison Warren published a prayer written by a Ukrainian woman after evacuating her home. The woman asked that her name be withheld because her husband's family was still in occupied territory and they had been unable to contact them. And this is the woman's prayer, and I quote, Father God, make the attacker's fingers freeze. May they drop things. May they not see clearly. May their equipment malfunction. May they experience overwhelmingly hopelessness, enormous fatigue, and complete loss of any desire to fight. May their communication be broken. May there be confusion. Lead them to surrender. But then, then she asked this of God. And again, I quote, the worst is yet to come, Lord, if you do not stop it. But please, no peace where there is no peace. We ask for peace united with righteousness and truth. Pleading for God's protection for families suffering from hunger, illness, exhaustion. She finally closes her prayer with this sentiment. We repent of making idols of political leaders and news outlets. Forgive us for wanting them to be our gods and our saviors. Forgive us for being unreasonable, for not wanting to both admit the good and the bad in all of our leaders. It is this spirit that leads us to dictators because we abandon responsibility and reason. We confess the seeds of war that live on in our own hearts. We humble our hearts, our bodies. We ask you for mercy. Thank you that you love mercy and have all power. Amen. A powerful prayer on this sixth Sunday of Easter in this year C, in which Jesus offers his disciples peace. The woman's prayer identifies, and I quote again, peace united with righteousness and truth. See, this Ukrainian woman and the people of her country understand the concept of peace, the peace that Jesus speaks of. For Jesus' peace is a perspective, a perspective that shapes all of our actions, all of our behaviors, and all of our values. The peace that Jesus comes to bring is a peace that is centered in our selfless love for one another.
It's a comfort that's found in realizing God's presence in our very midst, in the very love that we have one for another. See, many of us, I think, settle for the absence of conflict and tension, and we call it peace. But we know that that is not the peace of the risen Lord Jesus. The peace that Jesus comes to bring demands the hard work of putting aside our own self-centered agendas in order to realize the gospel vision, a vision that seeks forgiveness and reconciliation, a peace that works for justice and for a community of peoples uniting themselves in mind and in heart in our own time and in our own place. See, Jesus' Easter peace is the awareness of God's presence in every moment of our lives. It's that confidence that we hope in the things of God that will be realized. It's the very assurance that the love of God is ours in the here and in the now. See, so often I think we do settle for less than what our faith desires of us. Oh, to not have any conflict to be in a place of quiet and comfort seems on the surface acceptable and good. But when our hearts are disturbed, our spirits uneasy, there is no peace. But Jesus calls us, and just as I prayed at the very beginning of Mass, calls us to open ourselves, to breathe out of ourselves all the things, all of our anxieties, all of our fears, all of our angers, all of our resentments, all of the stuff that peace cannot ever penetrate. So pause for a moment with me. Breathe out of your hearts, out of your spirits, out of your minds, out of your bodies. All that leaves you unsettled, all that leaves you anxious or afraid, all that keeps you up at night, all that fills you with worry. And now from the very breath of God, breathe in his spirit.
which is peace, comfort, forgiveness, healing, reconciliation, and love. 